everybody. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the first ever podcast coming out of VPYA. Let's go. Don't know, we are with Vantage Point Church, specifically the Young Adults Ministry. My name is Christian Alvarez. My name is Elijah Jones. And I'm Matthew Sanchez. And we are all leaders in the Young Adults Ministry. Yep. And really the the idea of this podcast, which is currently untitled, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll we get something. a name. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll find a title before it actually drops. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, please, yeah. yes. Yeah. So insert podcast title <laughs> now. Here. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Um, but whatever it's going to be called, yep. the idea came from really just, you know, we were talking in our, uh, annual kind of planning summit and mm-hmm. we were like, okay, how do we better equip and better resource mm-hmm. the church, um, to just continue on in their discipleship journey, to be more like Jesus, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, engage in spiritual conversations and topics yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And so we said, well, hey, let's have conversations about it. Um, and, you know, this this might look a little bit different week to week. Maybe yeah. we'll yeah. bring some, some, you know, some guests on. Yeah, and, oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool. But uh, right now we want to talk through kind of have this being accompanying our series that we're going through on yes. Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Matt, you want to talk to us a little bit about what that series is? Yeah, yeah. And before I do, I, I want to echo, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm totally amped that we're doing this podcast because i feel like it's also being able to to reach others who maybe can't attend ya Mm -hmm. and and you know they can just see us right on the phone and kind of get a recap so Mm -hmm. uh what we're talking about right now is uh, apologetics and like i said like i feel like this is an awesome way to be able to get it out to people who don't have the physical capacity to be able to come to us and i also think that this is a great series because i myself know that i need this Mm -hmm. because i need to know why i believe in the bible i need to know why you know things uh that that people nowadays question to know the answer for and and not in a sense of being able to defend because that's not what we're you know made to do but to just have the knowledge mm-hmm. of what it is that yeah. that i believe in and and that's exactly what we're going to be doing today to dive a little bit deeper in that and uh yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm amped i think oftentimes we believe things like our favorite sports player is michael jordan but we don't have any statistics to back it up <laughs> yeah. and it's the same thing with politics yeah. Yeah. and religion and i think apologetics clears those things up and gives you evidence for your beliefs mm. so yeah. i think those these conversations that we've had on tuesdays on sundays have been so fruitful for myself and my study i don't know during your time of study how it's impacted you and your beliefs and what the what the, what what we believe about god what we believe mm. about the bible or jesus mm. Can you speak a little bit into that? Yeah, I mean, it's something where I, I feel like to go further in your faith as, as a Christian, as a believer, mm-hmm. um, you need to put the work in, mm-hmm. right? Like we talk yeah. all the time about how faith is like a muscle mm-hmm. that if you don't work it out, yeah. uh, it's going to atrophy, you yeah. know? And oh, that's yeah. where people wind up leaving the faith. People yeah. wind up leaving the church. Church mm-hmm. hurt comes mm-hmm. oh, a lot yeah, of times that's a big one. out of that. Um, but when we're when we're putting in the work and and seeking Jesus, um, I think it's Jeremiah, right? Where it says, seek me and you will find Mm me. Um, I I believe, you know, obviously that's, that's written to Israel at that time, but I think it's, it's still true of God today. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think in our deep, pursuit of truth, we're always going to be led back to the cross, always going to be led back to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about apologetics too. Like, 
the more the more you study it man the more you just fall in love with uh, who god is yeah. who jesus is mm. um it, it just gives you such a deeper appreciation i know yeah. um eli you you preached this past tuesday mm-hmm. um and man your message really just helped open up my eyes to yeah. um how how beautiful the gospel is how, yeah. how just how beautiful it is um you know that that God loves us yeah. the way that oh, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's just amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, would you talk to us a little bit and recap mm-hmm. a little bit of what your message is on? Yeah, so my message is on why do I, why should we believe the Bible? Mm-hmm. And I've heard growing up um, from Christians, unfortunately, you can't really prove the Bible, you know, you just have to act off of faith. And something that I realized is we don't have a blind faith. There's logical, concrete evidence to prove the reliability of the Bible, the fact that it's written by div- by men who were given inspiration from God. Mm-hmm. And I think looking into the evidence, being able to prove that is something that's important for all of us to be able to do. Yeah, You know, if we have atheist friends or Muslim friends, we should be able to give them a logical answer for why we have the faith that we mm-hmm. have. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Did all, did both of you guys, because I know, I know this is true for me, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, falling into the trap of uh, that the Christian faith is a blind faith. Mm-hmm. Oh, both yeah. of you guys well, definitely. Point. Yeah. That, that was literally my answer up until this past Tuesday, you know, like <laughs> now I have things to actually yeah. respond with as opposed to, well, you know, I just, I believe because I just have my faith in my Lord and savior. And yeah. it's like, yeah, sometimes I can understand now, like on the other end, that's not enough. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. I think especially for me growing up in the church, I always just thought, Oh, I believe it because this is how I was raised, but mm. I never really looked deep into it. I never did that deep soul searching for yeah, okay is yeah. this actually the truth yeah and um we had a panel last year on a few different things like deconstructionism etc and i talked about how my search for truth started with politics okay why do i have these conservative values you know is it just because my family has them mm-hmm. or is it because it's the truth mm. and then the same thing happened when i was saved i said why do i actually believe these things that i do about god and about the bible let me go on this quest to get to the root of these things and mm-hmm. see if it's actually true and it's always led me to a deeper understanding. Okay, this gospel that I believe in is the truth. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about: is it is is there something that the church is doing, or mm. something about our culture that kind of just leads to this idea of a Christian faith as a blind faith? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Is it just like a lack of? Um, explanation of the gospel is it a lack of apologetics in the church Mm -hmm. what is it that Mm -hmm. makes people think that um oh yeah you believe in jesus just because a book tells you Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it's really two things i think the first thing is our culture believes that truth is subjective so you have your truth and i have my truth and that is what it is you know there's no absolute objective truth about anything so that's the first problem but then outside of that many times us as christians we don't tell people there's actual evidence to prove these things yeah Yeah. so we don't really do our due diligence in evangelism or debates to provide people with the facts of these matters that Mm -hmm. we believe in Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like that you bring up the whole idea of like subjective truth Mm -hmm. because yeah i mean if truth is subjective i don't need to give you any reason oh, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even need to have yeah. a reason yeah. for believing what i believe mm-hmm. yeah. uh just because you know it can make me feel good yeah. or, or like yeah. whatever reason i want yeah. right it doesn't even need to be found in reality mm-hmm. or anything like that yeah yeah it can literally reality is what 
Yeah. What I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is that Thanos. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, just a snap of a finger. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree too. I, I feel like it, it 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 the root of it is really what's within us. So mm-hmm. if if we're not constantly reading the Bible ourselves, if we're not constantly understanding what it is we're reading, yeah. Then how are we going to project that we're believing in the Bible more than just out of faith? You yeah. know. And I think that's something that why you know people outside of the circle see us as more of all they just believe because they're being told to believe Mm -hmm. as opposed to no like we're actually studying as much as we do and i and and i always make the the comparison of you know when you're in school or if you were ever in school you know you studied yeah night and day to Mm -hmm. pass a test or to pass an exam and i feel like the bible is the book to study the Mm -hmm. most because life is the ultimate final you know and and it's so i think that's maybe one of the reasons why a lot of people think that oh you know we just run by faith and yeah. bottom line period um because a lot of us maybe don't necessarily study yeah. as much as we we need to and and i i mean i fall in that category myself yeah. you know like there's plenty of times where i'm like man i don't have the answer to mm-hmm. this and i need to go back into the book and and try to find you know this out so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think something someone said a while ago is we can't be lazy christians mm-hmm. but even outside of that what is faith we say mm-hmm. oh we have this faith we have that faith but is faith just simply believing something without evidence um do you think you could speak in a little a little bit about that because there's such a misconception on what faith is mm. yeah faith is uh i might butcher it right now because i'm being <laughs> you know i'm putting myself on the spot here. but uh the book of hebrews talks about how faith is assurance for what we hope for mm-hmm. and uh what is it hope for what we have not yet received yeah belief in what we have not uh, what we have not yet seen i believe yeah. Paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> it, it's one translation. You lied your standard version. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, I mean, that idea of like, um, you know, it's, it's, faith is based on um, not just what we have not yet seen, but it's, it's on what we have seen. Hmm to believe in what has not yet happened mm, right yeah, so like mm, we we yeah. believe in things um based off of the faithfulness in the past mm-hmm, right when mm-hmm. it comes to god like we don't just believe in this being that has never showed himself or revealed mm-hmm. himself we we believe because he has shown himself yeah, yeah, and exactly. he has revealed mm-hmm. himself yeah. and, and the the bible scripture is yeah. one way that he has done it mm-hmm creation is another way that he has done it personal experience of being able to experience Mm -hmm. the holy spirit living in you and the transformation the transformation that comes with that right that is another way that we experience god revealing himself Mm -hmm. right and so all of these things go back to um they are strength or uh, faith faith builders faith Mm -hmm. strengtheners Mm -hmm. right so it's it's not blind it's not weak it's it's knowing God has been faithful, so mm-hmm. why would I not believe him to be faithful again? Oh, yeah. Right? It's founded exactly. on a firm foundation, 100%. Yeah. Um, speaking on that, you know, we have the Bible, and we believe that to be God's self-revelation to us. Um, as Christians, we have 66 books, um, but say for Catholicism, they have an extra 14 books. Mm. They have the Apocrypha. Um, why don't we have that in our scripture? Where did that kind of come from? Do you think you could speak a little bit into that? Yeah, totally. Um, and and I just want to preface this for anyone listening to, um, we are not PhDs. <laughs> no. No. We, yeah. My uh, my bachelor's degree is in marketing, so I don't you have know. a bachelor's degree. Yeah, yeah neither do I. Yeah. Yep. So as you can tell, we are very uh, yeah. 
uh, what's the word? Um, layman. Yeah, we're we're just, we're just laymen. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. That's we're just three guys who uh, love God, love yes. His Word, yes. and have have done our own personal research mm-hmm. and to find what truth is. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to that, like I don't have an academic background in uh, apocrypha (laughs) and Mm -hmm. non-canonical gospels one day, you know, I'd, I'd love to, that would be great. Right. Let's constantly seek and build knowledge. Yeah. But for anyone who's listening, like these are things that you can study as well. And these are things that you can learn. And Mm -hmm. having conversations like this is where you kind of continue to grow in your knowledge. Oh yeah. Right. Fellowship. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. For me, like I just watch YouTube videos all day. (laughs) I watch Sean McDowell, Frank Turek all for hours and hours. And just like, there's so much knowledge out there. So many resources that we could look into to build up our understanding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know people that have like gone into the, the YouTube rabbit hole on like Mm -hmm. pimple popping. That's me. Oh, never never mind. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much, there's crazy things on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if you can watch like three hours oh of like dog videos mm-hmm. or like, you know, just weird stuff, yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Dude, I watch like Madden YouTube videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that too. Like, the amount of time that we waste on just things oh, that don't matter. Yeah. I saw this Guilty, thing, man. I saw this thing where it was rock, paper, and scissors all fighting each other. And it was like <laughs> this competition. And, and, hours of it apps like yeah. hours upon hours and it's actually mesmerizing oh my mm. god it was man. fun to watch and crazy yeah crazy yeah. crazy no, but yeah. before we get back to our combo matt what is what is your youtube uh guilty pleasure like that if we if we looked at your youtube history we'd yeah. be like matt watches too much of this oh man it's definitely marvel stuff man <laughs> i am um, i'm such like a sucker for that um <laughs> i think it's just because of the whole um whenever a trailer comes out i'm like okay there's specific YouTube channels that break it down, you know, yeah. like Easter eggs and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And so I'm deaf. Yeah. If you go on there, you're like, Oh, this guy likes Marvel. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Screen yeah. crush, new rock stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. There yep. you go. Yeah. So you it. know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I think that's cool that this is kind of like a form of that, you yeah. know, you have the Bible mm-hmm. and now we're trying to like, throw out those easter eggs and trying to throw out like the little hidden things that i mean people them. like me yeah. that wouldn't even like you know i mean part of your message on, yeah. on tuesday man oh oh i was blown away i was like yeah. i had no idea there was that encrypted like code within all mm-hmm. that and i think that was super awesome so yeah 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 i do want to get to the apocrypha uh conversation yeah in just a minute um but eli you you brought up genesis 5 can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about um, I, I'm putting you on the spot here. So I don't know if you've <laughs> oh, got good. it memorized. Yeah, you pull out yeah. your notes. Um, but can you talk to us a little bit about what was that Genesis 5 point that yeah. you brought up in your message? Mm. Yeah, so there's a genealogy in Genesis 5. It's 10 names. Detailing People the, love genealogies, man. People love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So genealogies, Favorite part of the Bible. <laughs> like I said in my message, we always skip past genealogies because they're a long list of names. Yeah. Um, and specifically in Genesis 5, there's this list of 10 names detailing the line from Adam all the way down to Noah. Mm-hmm. And when we read it in English, it's just a bunch of names. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. Um, my name is Elijah. You guys don't know what my name means. Mm-hmm. But in Hebrew, all names and even words have meaning. Mm-hmm. Like my name means the Lord is my God. Mm-hmm. And when we break down all those different names in Genesis 5, there's this message that says, Man uh, is appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down teaching. And his death shall bring the despairing rest or comfort. And that's a crazy hidden message in a genealogy in Genesis 5. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. 
That's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it blew me away. And, and just like how you said, like when it came to me reading the Bible for like mm-hmm. the very first time, of course, I started from the beginning mm-hmm. and I definitely brushed over all that. I'm like, I don't know what this name yep. mean. Yeah. I don't know what they're for. I'm going to move on to the next chapter. This person yeah. lived for this many years <laughs> yeah. and they begot this person yeah. and they were no more. It's like, what? Yeah. And, and why would you, right? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you <laughs> skip over that? That's because true. it means nothing to it's us true. as, it, as yeah. 21st century yeah. English translation readers. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's why like it's so important and and you know part of my hope for this conversation is Mm -hmm. that us and the listeners right that that we would all begin to have a new appreciation for scripture Mm -hmm. that we examine it through the lens of first century judeo-christian people right yeah through the lens of of people who were experiencing it and and living it and Mm -hmm. so the Mm -hmm. more that we can kind of learn about that culture and about the languages and about um you know the the understanding that they had when they took a look at scripture Mm -hmm. the more it comes alive yeah yeah. like those ah, that genealogy (laughs) that's amazing yeah yeah Yeah. i think that leads us into context i think context is so very important and Mm -hmm. even with the apocrypha I think it's useful for people to read the apocryphal books because they're historical documents that were written before Jesus Christ's time. But why do we not include it in Scripture in the Christian Bible? Yeah, totally. Thank you for bringing that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. So apocrypha, right? We're talking about um, uh, about non-canonical mm-hmm. Jewish writings yeah. that um, that. You know, it kind of falls on either end that in mm-hmm. some respects, um, some people gave them gave them a certain amount of weight mm-hmm. uh, and, and value. And then there are some that are almost almost kind of like a joke, right? mm-hmm. you know, that that are just written to stoke false doctrine. 100%. Right. Um, and so there there are books like the gospel uh, the book the of book, jubilees yeah the book of enoch the book, book of, of jubilees enoch, yep. the book of um what, what's it called the book of maccabees yeah, right maccabees, some of these are, are books that we find um in the catholic yeah. version mm-hmm. of the bible yeah. um there's also other other books mm-hmm. um the gospel of thomas the um there's there's this whole series and honestly i'm, I'm actually like just learning about this but mm-hmm. there's this um kind of uh category of of non-canonical accounts mm-hmm. um, called the infancy gospels. Have you guys uh, ever heard about this? No, oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so the infancy gospels, they're basically like the way that I heard one, uh, one apologist talking about it was that um, they're almost like comic books oh. <laughs> in a way, like, like, uh, you know, third century yeah. comic yeah. books or whatever, yeah. um, where people at least a century after Jesus's life, death, and resurrection Mm -hmm. would write an account talking about Jesus as a child, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And and kind of one of the reasons why this came up was Mm -hmm. because I was listening to um, this, this interview that Sean McDowell was actually having with a, with a progressive uh, Christian pastor. um, And he was talking about how he gets part of his theology from the infancy gospels and mm-hmm. it's like, Interesting. Wh- and, and he was, um, it, it, which is, it's really discouraging to, to hear that this guy even identifies as a progressive Christian pastor, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because that word Christian kind of has a lot of, um, a lot of assumptions in it. Oh, right? most definitely. Most definitely. That when yeah. you hear Christian, you assume, okay, you believe in 
in the inerrancy of scripture mm-hmm. you believe in the trinity mm-hmm. you believe that jesus christ is is god yeah and you know died on the cross rose in bodily form like all of these things yeah. are core to christian faith yeah but um this guy comes in and he starts talking about the infancy gospels and you know basically talking about how he can't believe the canonical books that we have mm. in our bible today mm but that he builds his theology of who Jesus is based off of this book yeah. hmm. that was basically a comic book. Hmm. Interesting. It's Interesting. like it's yeah. like today if we were to build our idea of reality mm-hmm. yeah. off of Marvel or DC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and that is the way we're gonna live our life. Yeah. 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 And so yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it just leads us to a place where where reality just becomes so skewed and so lost Mm, like yeah i think the two heavy ones that people really look into are like the book of enoch and um we know that the book enoch was written written well after the time that enoch lived yeah even if enoch did write it the flood probably would have washed it away first and (laughs) foremost but a lot of people don't know the apocryphal books they weren't added into the canon until the time of the reformation Mm. so about 400 years ago um none of the early judeo-christian or jews and judaism added those books into their canon of scripture Mm. they knew they were good historical documents for looking into the times of history things like that but they knew they weren't inspired or god breathed Mm. and i think when we compile our canon of scripture our 66 books there's um, there's importance that okay were these men moved by the holy spirit um do they contradict anything else that was written in the word and with our books or 66 books we have that but when it comes to the apocrypha that falls apart immediately there's crazy beliefs in there that's where things like purgatory come in all kinds of praying to the saints that stuff's mm. all um birth from the apocrypha yeah so yeah mm. crazy stuff yeah and that, that's really like one of the reasons why um it's so important to know the distinction between yeah. scripture mm-hmm. and extra scriptural yeah Yeah. extra Extra biblical biblical writings Mm. um because we don't get our theology from extra biblical Mm. writings we get it from scripture why because it's one unified story Mm. that points to jesus Mm. right i think Mm -hmm. the bible project guys say that yeah (laughs) yeah Um, yeah but when when you get outside that's when you begin to kind of build weird theology that we don't see anywhere else Mm. in scripture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100 yeah yeah. So. Oh, yeah, most definitely. What do you think um, is are some common misconceptions about Christianity mm, that arise yeah, often that. in our culture? Yeah, common misconceptions about Christianity that arise often in our culture. Um, I think we talked about one of them, right? Yeah. This idea that um, blind faith. That, yeah, mm-hmm, faith mm-hmm, is blind. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to say another one, let's see, misconceptions about Christianity that we have today. Um, I think one that I've kind of been seeing more often, mm-hmm. uh, and we talked a little bit about this beforehand, but um, this idea that Jesus never claimed to be God, mm-hmm. that's one that I'm hearing mm-hmm. more and more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because of the fact that that idea can in some ways be appealing that that we that there's nothing that separates us from jesus Hmm. Mm. but but when you when you man when you think about that and like like let that thought kind of sink in and Mm -hmm. and you know run it through all the way Mm -hmm. 
that's a that's a tragedy oh yeah if there's nothing that separates us yeah. from jesus yeah. that's that whole concept of a like what is it referred to i think the concept is like mini gods where we're all within like the same yeah. level of yeah. jesus and in god and mm-hmm. because we are from him so therefore we are a part of him and it's like yeah. some of that is true but then in some of it it's like well i don't know if we can consider ourselves as great as jesus and god like that's not. just, yeah. just like yeah. no i don't I think I don't a, a big part of it comes from people not reading it like if yeah. you read the book of john mm, yeah. and you go to chapter four you'll see where jesus claims to be the messiah he claims to be the son of god um all throughout they literally wanted to stone him throw him off a cliff because he was forgiving sins he was claiming to be a deity he's claiming to have this power and mm-hmm. i think i think other misconceptions that i see are like oh the god of the old testament isn't the same as the god of the new testament and it's like have you read the book of revelation like yeah. this is the same god <laughs> yeah. and when we actually when you actually read the bible a lot of those misconceptions clear up quickly yeah from mm-hmm. my point of view. Mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about why people have that idea that that it's a different god or Mm. that god changed yeah um Mm. you know that god took a chill pill before the new testament (laughs) like really just calmed down like why do people think that yeah so in the old testament well there's the lion and the lamb that they see god as Mm -hmm. in the old testament they see the lion they see the war they see judgment Mm -hmm. upon israel and all these different nations and then when it comes to the new testament with jesus christ there's the lamb you know jesus christ didn't come as a warrior he came as a baby who laid down in a manger mm-hmm. you know and he rose up and he was healing he was forgiving sin etc he wasn't doing any of the though he wasn't fighting anyone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's the reason there's that misconception with the two the old testament and the new testament but i just tell people to keep on reading yeah. because yeah. when you get to revelation you see jesus christ come back with a uh, literally a sword coming out of his mouth <laughs> yeah. you know his eyes are flame of fire and that it's imagery. crazy the imagery Powerful. in revelation is insane but yeah. even if you look at the all the judgment upon the earth the seven seals the seven bull judgments mm. all those different things when you get into it you see that this god who's who judged um wickedness in the old testament is the same god who's just who's righteous who judges sin mm-hmm. in the new testament as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so yeah yeah it, may, it makes me think of um it's in Exodus, I want to say Exodus 32, somewhere around there. I could be wrong on the chapter, mm-hmm. maybe Exodus 30. Um, but it's when God kind of reveals himself to oh, Moses. Oh, 34. Yeah, it's 34, Exodus 34. Six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Lord, the Lord. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Let's pull it up. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm let's trying to do up. right let's now. Go, See, let's like, go to the scripture, it's Exodus 34. We have, we have devices that allow us to I read that in that. my message, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, how beautiful it is. Self proclamation. It's like, oh, just pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Google it. You've got like so many devices that we can Seriously. Let's go to it. Seriously. It says, Then the Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in faithfulness and truth, who keeps faithfulness for thousands, who forgives wrongdoing, violation of his law and sin. Yet he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished, mm. inflicting the punishment of the children's on the children and on the grandchildren to the third and fourth generations. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Because yeah. um, I was reading, have you guys ever read the book Gentle and Lowly by yeah. Dana Ortland? Ooh, no, mm. I haven't. Yeah. That's a good book. Really? Highly yeah. recommend. Explain. So, I want to hear about <laughs> this. All right, so quick summary of that yeah. book. Um, the idea is it, it stems from... Uh, I want to say Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus says, come to, uh, me. Come to me, all oh, you who are weary yeah. and burdened, and I will give you rest, mm-hmm. for I am gentle and, and lowly. lowly in heart. Mm-hmm. 
um, and this idea that that is the the deepest heartbeat of God. Yeah. That at that at his very character, at his very core, it's actually the only time that we see Jesus refer mm-hmm. to his heart, which kind of you know the heart is this idea of your your most real, mm-hmm. authentic, oh, yeah, most definitely person, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the very core of you. Yeah, and Jesus says is gentle mm-hmm. and lowly, and then we take a look at Exodus thirty four. Yeah. And we see we see this this line that says, "Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished." Mm-hmm. And we think, "Oh, but but what about that part, God? Yeah. But did yeah. did you change? Because it it seems like you yeah. are, are a punishing God mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Old Testament." Yeah. But when you when you you know do a little bit of digging, what you find is you know verse seven starts with maintaining love to thousands, and, mm. and I, I've seen another way that that's been translated is. Maintaining love to the thousandth generation. Mm, got it. Maintaining yeah. love to the thousandth generation. Yeah. And so when it says he punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation, yeah. mm-hmm. how much greater is God's love that abounds thousands mm. of generations 100%. compared to his wrath third and fourth mm. generation. that goes through here mm. for? Yeah. That's right? Good. You know that verse is actually the most referred to or quoted or alluded to verses in the bible so people like writers like paul etc they quote that verse more than anything else yeah and so in the old testament exodus 34 that's our john three sixteen. Mm. that's how they refer to mm. it is because it's the greatest self-proclamation self-revelation of who he is yeah and blows love me away it. love it yeah that's powerful and again that's just one of those things that kind of show us um the beauty of scripture and mm-hmm. the beauty of God that when you put the work in, yeah, becomes so obvious oh, yeah. and so oh, apparent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I feel like um also too a big question that gets thrown around as far as uh having a kind of a challenge to us as Christians is if God was all caring and all mm-hmm. loving, why does he allow bad things to happen? Mm-hmm. You know? And and I think that's a question that yeah. can have many answers. Um, and I would love to hear Yeah some answers from you guys see like what you guys think yeah. about like what what's the judgment or what's the not the judgment though what's like the the reason as to why there are bad things that happen here on, mm-hmm. on, yeah. on you must go for it man yeah. so <laughs> you. i think you have to understand the concept of love first and foremost um if you're gonna love somebody it has to be willing you know if, i can't mm. force someone to love me that's not true love it's the same thing with god if he wanted us to love him he had to open up that choice for us to mm. rather mm. choose him or deny him mm-hmm. and that means he had to give us free will you know the ability to do what we want there we go that's to do good or to do evil mm-hmm. and adam in the garden he chose to do evil he chose mm-hmm. to disobey god and it plunged the entire creation the entire earth into chaos yeah and men have free will we can choose to do what we please mm-hmm. and men choose to do evil mm-hmm. And God could rather not create us or open up that door so that we can come to know him, come Mm -hmm. to love him. And I think the most beautiful thing that I recognized in terms of God's justice, in terms of, okay, all these evil things happen is all of the evil, all the sin that Christians have committed, Christ died for on the cross, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of that, everyone who doesn't repent of their sins and everyone who denies Christ, they're going to pay for their sins for an eternity. Mm. So God is always going to be just and mm. every wrong is written. Mm. And like that gives me so much peace knowing because, you know, us as humans, we inherently desire justice. Oh, yeah. you know, that's why we have a yeah. justice system. Yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. unrighteous judges, we're, we're going to scream. We're going to 
I think the the biggest thing that we've learned. Sorry, really quick. It yeah. makes me think of like how upset we even get it, just watching a sports game, 100%. right? When there's <laughs> when referees, <laughs> we're like, oh, yes. "Where's the justice?" Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Where 100%. is it? My brother, he's a Saints fan, and <laughs> <laughs> when they were playing against the Rams in the playoffs, and they didn't call that blatant pass interference, you know, Come how on. heartbroken all those Saints fans. <laughs> we inherently crave justice, yeah. and I think yeah. people always say, "How can a just God send people to hell?" Mm-hmm. Well, okay, mm-hmm. would you? love a judge who just let murderers and Mm. um, thieves and robbers just go free Mm -hmm. or Mm. should that judge send them to jail Mm. how much more should God be just yeah and I think in that understanding God's justice it ties in so perfectly with the gospel as well because Jesus dying on the cross for our sins had to happen Mm. for us to be reunited with the father Mm. you know there had to be that that substitutionary payment yeah. yeah. There's this big word called uh, propitiation, mm. which basically means there had to be a sacrifice to yeah. pay for mm-hmm. that sin. Mm-hmm. And that was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that powerful. Good. Two songs come to mind just as we kind of have this conversation. Yeah. Um, one is, I think it's Hosanna. You guys can correct yeah. me if I'm wrong on this, but uh, the, where the bridge goes, break my heart for what breaks yours. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, son of suffering Mm -hmm. this this idea that jesus son of god Mm -hmm. god himself Mm -hmm. right part of the trinity um that he came down and bore our punishment oh yeah that that he got the thing is like 53 i think that people kind of remove this idea uh of suffering from god Mm -hmm. that we are the ones experiencing suffering while God's up there in heaven mm, just watching time. us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. God's heart is breaking for this mm. world. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you think the suffering oh, yeah. in your life is bad, mm-hmm. like God has been, <laughs> just think about Jesus, right? Yeah. So, so not so not even, you know, God in heaven on, on his throne, mm-hmm. but just Jesus coming down, l- living a perfect life, having no reason for anybody to to do him wrong yeah mm-hmm. yet mm. every <laughs> yet people beat him and yeah. spit on him and mock him and accuse him of being of the devil when he's mm. of his father mm-hmm. like all of these things right there is i think that's one of the reasons why that song son of suffering man it hits me so hard because mm-hmm. if, if we're upset about the suffering that we see in this world mm-hmm. Why do we look at God and say, God, why is there suffering? Mm. Instead of saying, God, thank you Mm. (laughs) for Mm. experiencing the suffering that we experience. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just in a bodily form, but even while while on your throne in heaven, looking at all of creation Mm -hmm. and seeing so much of creation turn its back on you yeah mm-hmm. god's mm-hmm. heart breaks for mm-hmm. that right that's yeah. that's why the story of the prodigal son yeah. that jesus shares is so powerful because in that story god is the father of the prodigal son mm-hmm. and and we turn our backs we say we want you dead just yeah. give just us give what us, we yeah. want mm-hmm. and we want nothing to do with you yeah and, yeah. and god you know in his loving kindness mm-hmm. says if that's what you want yeah Yep. You can have it. Yeah. But yeah. if you want to be with me, mm-hmm. if you want to come home, my arms are open. My arms yeah. are open. 100%. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. Every yeah. time. It's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh, it's it's funny because I had a, a friend of mine actually asked me that question of, you know, if if 
God is all loving and all caring. How can bad things? And and, and it goes back to where you're saying the, the whole free will aspect. Mm-hmm. Because if if God were to intervene on every bad decision or any bad situation that could have happened and mm-hmm. stopped it, that's ultimately taken away free will. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we're all just robotic drones, right? Mm-hmm. We're just all under his command and doing mm-hmm. things at, as, as his will. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's like you can't ask for both. You mm-hmm. can't ask for yourself to be able to have free will, but then God only to intervene and take away that free will when it's beneficial to you. Yeah. Yeah. And and ultimately, I think us as humans, we're the ones who cause this punishment. We're mm-hmm. the ones who cause these bad things. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the um, uh, uh, comebacks was, well, what about cancer? Mm-hmm. You know, nobody does. Like, what if a child had cancer mm-hmm. and and that child didn't do anything to provoke the cancer from happening? Well, I think you can say, well, a lot of the things that we eat today, you know, have chemicals and have have things in them that could genetically produce cancer within our bodies. And and Mm -hmm. that's a form, again, of our wrongdoing, our own doing at our own hands. It's not something that God put onto us or anything like that. And I think uh, these are questions that are that are really awesome to answer and yeah. again circling back to this whole you know series of apologetics because mm-hmm. we have all this knowledge that we can say like hey but you know there are facts on our end too that mm-hmm. you know can definitely back us up on on the things that that are on a daily i think challenged for us yeah. because yeah. again you know as christians unfortunately we're the most attacked i, I can safely say as far as like religions go yeah. which is if anything i think that kind of to me proves that God is the one and only because yeah. why is he being mocked so badly? You know, yeah. why is he, you know, and it's just, it's just something that I'm seeing now on a daily basis as growing. Cause I, like I said, I consider myself a, a baby Christian. Yeah. And so that's why I love being a part of this because I'm learning from you guys. Mm-hmm. And this is just so awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's just a question I wanted to bring up because yeah. I wanted to see like, you know, your guys' input on that. Yeah. 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 Another big misconception I see is, um, well, not misconception, but attack against the bible critique is Mm. oh there's so many miracles in the bible if those miracles are true then why don't we see miracles today Mm. um Mm. number one if it happened all the time it wouldn't be a miracle Mm. you know (laughs) and then on top of that um, when the miracles we see in the bible they happen in um, specific locations like Mm -hmm. all these events are Mm -hmm. happening in the middle east or wherever they might be right we're in America, okay? <laughs> there could be miracles happening today. I truly believe there are miracles mm-hmm. that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, even medical um, events mm-hmm. where people should be gone, car accidents, diseases, things like that, yes. um, where miraculously people are saved. Yeah. Um, there's When there's no scientific explanation to mm-hmm. explain these mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. there's just so much proof and evidence that there's a God who does intervene and step into his creation. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I mean, we, yeah, we, all three of us were yeah. talking about this yesterday, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I, right, yeah. Uh, I was telling you guys about my nephew mm-hmm. who, um, you know, when he was born, like, he was born with no oxygen, like, mm-hmm. he, he, he couldn't breathe, right? And so, when, you're, when your brain goes without oxygen, there can be permanent damage yeah. that's done. Oh, yeah. But now, man, you look at this kid, I think, I think he's five years old at this wow. point. And uh, wow. just so happy, so stinging smart. My sister oh, sent me man. this video of him just yeah. like reading this book the other day, <laughs> and like yeah. he was just he's crushing it, oh, you know. That's like, so awesome. and I look at him and I'm like, that, you know, people can talk it up, chalk it up to to doctors and and mm-hmm. talk it up to whatever, mm-hmm. but at, at the same time, I think that that's God intervening and, mm-hmm. and you know God performing a miracle, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like you were saying, man, we our our um, 
I guess our viewpoint is so limited, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That we we might not see miracles happening day to day in our context, but yeah. the, it's a big world, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. There are crevices world. that we have not explored, you know, mm-hmm. even today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I truly believe God is always moving. Totally. Oh yeah. Always moving. Oh yeah. And, so. and the thing is, we don't even understand it all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so many times we look back on a situation mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, we see God's hand at work. Yeah. But in the midst of it, we're like, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many times. Yeah. I even think like we we're talking about this last night, the prayer night. How, you know, what answers to prayer have we seen? Mm. You know, and just thinking back to our past, mm. how like even the type of person that I was before I came to know the Lord yeah. in those moments, praying that God would change me mm-hmm. and seeing how much he's changed me from yeah. that. It's mm-hmm. like God does so much that we don't even recognize mm-hmm. until later on when we reflect back on it and yeah. we just see his faithfulness. Yeah. yeah. We're so. not, we're not in the moment when those changes mm-hmm. are being made. Uh, again, referring to last night, yeah. which, oh my God, I, I love last night. It was really awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Christian, you were, you were sharing how we should be thanking God in everything mm-hmm. you know even in our bad moments because eventually we're going to recognize that that moment that we were struggling is going to become a blessing later mm-hmm. on in our life yeah. but we just don't see it at that moment yeah. uh, and I, I think that was awesome that that hit me directly mm-hmm. because i currently this past year went through something that mm-hmm. i was like what's going on mm-hmm. but it was actually in disguise an answer to my prayer and yeah. it's just yeah it's just it's awesome. 28 yeah. yeah man that's one of my first favorite verses uh mm-hmm. God works all things together for the good of those mm. who love him mm. who have been called according to his purpose. Like, 100%. Beautiful, beautiful promise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think another part of, you know, speaking on why does God allow suffering, mm-hmm. I think my greatest, biggest moments of growth was through suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, the moments mm-hmm. where I was sanctified the most, where I was Dang changed that. the most is when I was going through a trial. Yeah. Um, in those moments, you really have a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. You have a whole mm-hmm. lot of molding where God can change you into the man or if you're watching or listening woman that he wants you to be mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i'm thankful for the the trials that i've went through because yeah. without them i don't know who i would be oh yeah most definitely most yeah. definitely absolutely and that's where like that's where kind of bringing it back full circle to mm-hmm. to the bible mm-hmm. right that's where knowing that the bible is truth mm-hmm. um yes. plays such a big role because it gives us an insight into um, we talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago about does God exist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's very good evidence mm-hmm. for proving that God does exist. But yeah. then the follow-up question to that, 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 you know, we talk about on Tuesday is, well, how do I know mm. which God, which God mm. right? Is mm. it the, is it the Muslim God? Is mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. The, the Buddhist God? Yeah. Is it the Hindu God? Right. Mm-hmm. There's so many different versions of God yeah. out there. How oh, yeah. do I know which one to follow? Mm-hmm. But when you take a look at scripture and you, and you study it and you examine it and it proves itself to be true, then you get to see this God mm-hmm. at work in, in your life, in your world. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, hey, let's go ahead. I, I think we got time for maybe like one, two more questions. Yeah. Um, but I know one topic that we wanted to cover in this is just this idea of, um, you know, with all of the good that the Bible does for us in uh-huh. knowledge and understanding and wisdom. Uh-huh. Um, I know some people's hesitation when it comes to the Bible mm-hmm. is this idea that the Bible has been used to support slavery. The Bible uh, has been yeah. used to po- to support polygamy. The mm-hmm. Bible has used has been used to support misogyny. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Yeah. Um, if the Bible, which is supposed to be a good and holy book, mm-hmm. uh, is used for bad, 
does that discount its validity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always my argument would be if I read a Dr. Seuss book and I felt like that Dr. Seuss book inspired me to go on a rampage killing people, mm-hmm. are you going to blame me or the Dr. <laughs> Seuss book? Mm, yeah, and it's the same thing with the Bible. Mm. You know, the Bible doesn't um, it doesn't support polygamy. There are people who had multiple wives, yeah. but they mm-hmm. were wrong for that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't support slavery in the context that we think of slavery now. Mm-hmm. Um, it always tells masters to treat their slaves with decency, etc. Um, and slavery in the Bible was different than it is in the 18th century, 19th century that we think of now. Mm-hmm in America in different countries because during that time in the first century someone could become a slave to pay off a debt it would usually mm, be about mm. a seven year time period mm, yep. and they would work under their household to pay off that debt instead of having to go to jail for it mm. and we think of slavery now in America and the civil war etc yeah. and that's not what the Bi- that's not what the bible was speaking yeah. of when it mm-hmm. talked about slavery mm-hmm. so just getting rid of those misconceptions when you really look at the context of things you know that david <laughs> he went through trials upon trials because he had multiple wives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his sons tried to kill him there's all this conflict yeah. um, same thing with abraham um, where sarah and his mistress had all these issues because he was not following god's path his plans mm-hmm. his decrees the bible says that man and woman should join and become one yeah not one plus one plus one <laughs> just one should join and become 18 <laughs> yes yeah, no. and it's like the bible clearly lays out what is right and what is wrong um we often look at the old testament and see people doing wrong mm-hmm. and it's like oh god's condoning that no it's mm-hmm. never yeah. been mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean we even take a look at like just what happens today i mean dude there mm-hmm. is Christians galore that mm-hmm. have fallen short and continue to fall oh, short. Yeah. Right? I think even oh, all of us, myself like, included, yeah. uh-huh. and that doesn't that is not a an accurate reflection of our God. Oh right? no, it's definitely not. I think it's a double edged sword because yeah. on one hand we are meant to be ambassadors for Christ, mm-hmm. reflecting mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah, but at the same time, when Non Christians mm-hmm. uh, or even other Christians, honestly, mm-hmm. expect Christians to be perfect representations of Christ. They're leading in with wrong expectations. Almost yeah. definitely, it's like people falling away from the church because they say, "Oh, Christians are hateful. Christians are this, this, and that." Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not. First of all, your faith should be in Christ, not in Christians. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, the Bible teaches who we should be. You know who yeah. we should be striving to be. Yeah. So you should never fall away from God because of your falling away from other people. Yeah. And I think that's another misconception that has to be corrected. Our, our, we believe in God. We believe in His church, the body of Christ is being sanctified. Mm-hmm. We're being changed. None of us are perfect. Oh, no. I'm yeah. far from far perfect. From it, extremely yeah. far. Um, but God is continuously conforming into the image of His Son. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most beautiful part about being saved and having yeah. the holy spirit living within us yeah and i think that's like the the, the better understanding of knowing the book as opposed to knowing the person mm-hmm. because uh, like you were saying that's the misconception of you know as a christian we're supposed to be seen or we're, we're expected to be perfect you mm-hmm. know we're expected to be and the word hypocrisy has been mm-hmm. thrown around constantly um like like you're saying we fall short yeah. i fell short plenty of times before yeah. i actually truly was uh, uh pursuing my 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 relationship with god and I myself was being called out by even family, you Mm -hmm. know, like, hey, you know, like, should you be drinking this much? Should you be indulging in these things? Mm -hmm. If you're Christian, like, this is what Christians do. Is this Mm -hmm. the faith? And it's like, I think 
I fell into the opposite of that where when I would start coming to church, I would put people in specific, you know, levels, you mm-hmm. know, and, and putting them in an expectation levels where they were not meeting. So therefore that's comes around where you mentioned earlier um, in this about the church hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If something happens of an individual doing something that that was a, a dislike, they now use that one person to represent the entire church. Mm-hmm. So I'm out. And I think uh, that's something that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we need to be a little bit more aware of yeah. um, as Christians at the church, whatever mm-hmm. church we attend, uh, to, to just let people know like, hey, like we love on everyone. And if we do mess up, let that not be accountability or representation of what God is. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that I feel like is mixed in the same yeah. cup. And it's, yeah, yeah it's got to be divided. Yeah. I think the flip side of that coin too, though, is us as Christians, we do need to do a better job of representing Christ. Oh, most Christ. definitely. Um, someone asked Gandhi, why do you think, um, what's the number one thing <laughs> stopping Christianity from uh, spreading into India, I believe it was? Mm-hmm. And he said Christians. Yeah. And mm. that's 100% mm. true. There's so many times where we don't act according to the word so people get this false interpretation these misconceptions of what christianity is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think we have to be very careful about what we say what we do the way we live our lives to properly represent jesus christ oh yeah most definitely i agree yeah thank you for bringing that point in man yeah that's so important um all right let's let's close this out by kind of just bringing up uh maybe a handful of application points Mm. um Mm. just you know leaving this conversation Mm. how does this impact our walk with god Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what can we do practically what should we be doing Mm -hmm, mm um how should we be like how should our views on things be affected right just you know whatever kind of fits in that category for you guys what do you think well i would say um first thing is I hope that this would foster people to have a motivation, desire to learn more about what the truth is. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like yeah. we go through life and we spend time doing all these different things, but we we're reluctant to seek out truth, seek out what uh, does God say about the Bible? Mm-hmm. Okay, how can I confirm these things? So mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. anyone listening, I would just encourage you to search out the truth, mm-hmm. you know, listen mm-hmm. to YouTube videos. There's Sean McDowell, we were talking yeah, about yeah, tons of yeah. information. Frank Turg is another apologist I really mm-hmm. like. I'm speaking in the Bible. I really like Chuck Missler. Yeah. Um, there's what is it, Mike Winger? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike Winger. Yeah, there's Mike William Winger. Lane Craig. There's, there's all kinds of good Craig. resources. Yeah. You can spend hours on YouTube like me just <laughs> listening to videos and yeah. building up that knowledge on what is the truth and mm-hmm. is God really real and what does His Word say? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely echo that. Um, I think we could gather everything from here is basically like there are going to be questions that are given to us mm-hmm. are going to be given to us that we're not going to have the answer to so mm-hmm. that should be uh that that intentional encouragement mm-hmm. to go and search for that yeah search for those answers in the book yeah. um because that's where you're going to find it you're not going to find it from from like you're you're humbling us like you're not going to find it from us mm-hmm. like go yeah. and search for yourself and, and find these things out yeah take what we say as a grain of salt but take mm-hmm. the bible as the full box of salt you know like this 100%. is this is all 100 percent truth um and then also too uh, uh you know the factors of 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 knowing that even though as christians we do mess up but mm-hmm. and then good point you brought up was the flip side of that coin we should do everything possible within our own power mm-hmm. to be able to try to be that reflection of what god is as mm-hmm. far as showing his love to others and and try not to fall in the categories of the uh the um the stereotype of a christian because yeah. that's another thing that that gets thrown around and um, and yeah, I, I just think that this is just 
such an awesome thing that 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 is being discussed especially with the whole uh with the the series that 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 you yeah. that you second with uh, your start off of mm-hmm. it and the apologetics and mm-hmm. and yeah it's just so fruitful yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see where we take it from here mm-hmm. um let me kind of close out with this i just want to take us back to the words of jesus as we mm-hmm. end yes please. Uh, matthew chapter 22 verses 36 through 40 says this teacher which is the greatest commandment in the law Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. I love that passage Mm -hmm. because as we're talking about application, Mm -hmm. let's go, let's just do that, man. Like, let's (laughs) continue to seek truth. Mm -hmm. Let's uh you know let's be engaging in conversations like this Mm -hmm. yeah but let's do all things with love being the primary driver yeah you know and so um our prayer is that you know you guys would go out and and Mm -hmm. do that and if you Mm -hmm. want to engage with us um just in conversation if, if you're like hey i want to have conversations like this yeah. but i don't know where you know even if you have questions based off some mm-hmm. of the stuff that we talk mm-hmm. about or you know or looking for apologetics resources like um yeah. come on tuesday nights here vantage point mm-hmm. church uh yes. we would love to meet with you talk with you however we can get you know equip you however we can yeah. um feel free to follow us on instagram at vantage point ya um just dm us and you know some someone from the team will will get back to you and we'd love to connect with you that way um but yeah we appreciate you guys giving this a listen we're excited to see where this podcast goes yeah um, yeah thank you guys for your time this has been great yeah awesome pleasure we're out